Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Eternity in the movies. At the movies. Okay, at the movies. <laughs> uh, we are your hosts AJ Moss and Suing Moss. And today we are going to talk about the classic Disney movie National Treasure. I grew yeah. <laughs> um, we also have our baby here. You can probably hear her chattering. Hi. Say hi. Say hi. hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, I grew up with National Treasure. Um, so I really like the movie. I think it's just a really fun movie with some really interesting bits of actual history mixed with this um fictional treasure hunt and it's it's a really it's a really fun movie but searing you this is your first time watching it so what did you think i think i enjoyed it it was kind of fun, kind it's, of fun? well it's hard for me to understand the history of you know america i forgot all of them because you know i only learned in school but i forgot so but I think it was a good action. It was a good scene. Mm-hmm. But for you, it's kind of important because it talks about America. America. But no, it's it's just also the way they talk about it. Like when Nicolas Cage is quoting the Declaration of Independence, and you can just tell how much it means to him and how it's not about the treasure. It's about just the history and everything that came about from it because you get so many... Um, you're eating in in the into the <laughs> microphone. What's wrong with you? No, but I only care about Nicolas Cage. I don't care about movies. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, but anyway, so the movie obviously is about. Um, well, I just I say obviously because I assume a lot of people listening has probably seen it at one point in time. But the movie is basically about a fictional treasure that was basically passed down through generations like thousands of years and um it's kind of hard for me to pinpoint exactly it's basically these leaders and freemasons who passed it down and kept moving the treasure and hiding it and things like that because the everyone was always after it and eventually people who settled in america had it and the british were trying to get it and all, all that stuff and obviously that's the whole fictional story and that's why Nicolas Cage is out trying to get it. But one thing I really love about this movie is just when Nicolas Cage is quoting the Declaration of Independence and he's saying, like, people don't talk that way anymore. And I, I just love his passion because you can see the passion in his eyes. You can, I feel the screenwriters really had a passion for screen i'm sorry yeah for screenwriting but for the history of the united states and just all the things that made made it what it is today and all the great things that it it started with i mean obviously there's a lot of you know bad things that happened in in history and everything but it's just nice to focus on what started the good and you know freedom and just the mm. beauty of of history and learning it whether it be good or bad mm-hmm. and so seeing that passion in him is was one of my favorites and as a kid it made me just want to go to washington dc which i still haven't been to and just well, go you went to, to new york 
I went to New York, yeah, um, but we didn't go, we didn't travel the, like, six hours to Washington, D.C., where we could have seen the Library of Congress and just, um, what is that other big museum? They have, like, uh, all these, that big there's tower? another, well, yeah, there's the Washington Monument, um, and obviously, Spider-Man. where they, Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing you can think of is, oh, Spider-Man climbed that, um, in Spider-Man Homecoming, but that's, that was just one thing that really meant a lot, a lot to me, and that was kind of my introduction to Nicolas Cage, and I just really thought he fit, fit the role really well. I mean, you can make whatever arguments about, like, if the characters and the relationships are deep or anything, but I think what meant a lot to me and a lot of people was just that love for history and learning that and how it is shown in Nicolas Cage's character. And so that was something, and I, and also the music. I also think this. I think the soundtrack in this is excellent, and it just feels like a. It feels important and grand and just really good. You feel like it. That's what it's missing in Indiana Jones. <laughs> Which one? Which Indiana Jones? <laughs> no, I'm talking about not the not the first one. First one was always classic. The first three Indiana Jones movies the are the only ones in my opinion they're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I actually think the fourth one is not terrible, but but, but that's it. <laughs> um, but, but I can see. I don't know. I feel like this one is like better. It talks about good history. Yeah. And action was great, and I didn't notice that yeah, it was. Fun. I didn't know it was a Disney thing, you know. Yeah, and it feels like Disney just doesn't like doing these movies about America and freedom anymore for whatever reason. But oh. I mean, you just don't see people making um, Movie movies like that. movies that. That just embrace like um, their country and just yeah. you know just a love for the best parts of it and the history and everything like that. You just don't often see that as much anymore, unless it's a very preachy America. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but it's yeah. very sensitive nowadays with the Disney yeah, movie. Yeah, and, and I think that's what people missing is that old, you know, yeah. like the treasure one. Yeah, and they made a show called National Treasure: Edge of History or something like that. And I heard it was terrible. I don't know what made it terrible or whatever. I just know they made it to one season and well, maybe gave it's up. because it's too cheesy. <laughs> maybe I don't maybe know. I too, I am too very curious. <laughs> I'm very curious how they treat history and how they view it and their attitude towards it. Mm. But I also am not sure if I want to watch the show. Um, also, because Nicolas Cage isn't in it, and he was he was just the most lovable part of of the movie and there was also a sequel which when i was a kid in middle school i loved the sequel and it was my favorite thing ever for a little bit <laughs> um and the sequels the sequel's okay but it's it also has a bit of that spark of like loving history and things like that but um what's her name um the the actress who plays abigail in this movie i want to mention her real quick just because she's a french actress who I think nails an American accent mm -hmm. and just has this she does sassy, American. fun, um, 
like she's attractive too. Oh, and she reminds that. me of uh, every character in the Mummy. The yeah, <laughs> like very knowledgeable but talks too much and then gets in the way of the main guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think I think she's smart but, too. But yeah, she yeah. has her she has her quirks. But in it's her. it's not like too much, you know. It's oh yeah, it's not annoying. Stage. I wouldn't say it's annoying by any means. Um, but I think she's excellent, and she's I believe she's a French actress who was in a movie that I saw and I can't remember for the life of me. I think it was remade into a movie that Russell Crowe was in. It was like um, the, the next three days or something like that. But yeah, I saw that movie and she's a great actress and I'd love to um, see her in more stuff. But also the guy who plays, um, I'm just remembering off the top of my head, but um, what is his name? His assist, assistant to... He doesn't like being called his assistant to Nick Cage's character. Um, Riley. Riley, I always thought he was just kind of a fun, clumsy, but also smart mm-hmm. character. I always liked him. He's kind of that nerdy, but he doesn't have that cliche look of a high school nerd or anything. It sounds like you. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's I think he's better than me. <laughs> I think he's a lot better of a character than me. Um, but, um, but he... I think this movie was great because like how they made it into treasure and then because it reminds me of a mummy real quick while we're finishing up characters Sean Bean is a legend and he's great in this movie (laughs) he's just he's Sean Bean and he's great and I love him but yeah continue but this movie I feel like it was it was great and I loved uh, when I was a childhood I always loved the mummy movie the first one and I like how they make every gadget stuff that fits something and then yeah what do you like call they, they like clues yeah, and i clues, love those things the clues are these like the the charlotte pipe of the of the ship it's called um it's just like a pipe um that was always something that looked like really i love how they treat the artifacts like yeah little things like that it's like oh man I gotta see so that. Cool. Oh wait, I forget. It's not real. <laughs> but that is um, cool. Yeah, but yeah, just, it's, it's pretty it's cool. Amazing. And I like, I, I really miss movies that have actual sets. <laughs> like I love like the ending where I mean I know a lot of it was green screen, like the big spiral staircase that goes into infinite darkness. But a lot of like the rooms, like the old rooms with the webbing and all that stuff, and it yeah. just looks really Indiana Jonesy. Um, yeah, but now it is all CGI, so it a doesn't. Lot of it, a yeah, lot of it is, yeah, but now it is a lot of CGI. First, when CGI came out, it was cool, but well, but now but now the CGI CGI still, has always kind of been around since like I don't know. There's always been no no, but I'm it's talking. Not, it didn't just come out all at once. But, I know no, but yeah. I'm talking about like a big CGI when big CGI came in, like mm-hmm. Avatar. It was fun to watch, sure, but yeah. then when it's too much. Then it becomes kind of boring. Yeah. Now you want to see like uh, back in the old days with more stage and more like made up like whole thing, not CGI, mm-hmm. you know. And it looks real, but if it's CGI, it looks more fictional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it just, it, it, you can just always tell. And it always has a certain feeling to it when it's real look like just a real set and everything to whenever they can do that. I remember seeing the behind the scenes a while ago when that guy falls through the the darkness, like he falls through near the end where he breaks through the wood and falls to his death. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, what the? Yeah, that was, I mean, obviously they had some sort of like green screen and wire rigging though. Like they actually dropped the guy. 
Um, and he's gone. Ah. Of course, he was attached to wires and everything. He was perfectly safe. But I, I also just like stuff like that, which they still kind of do. But it just nowadays it feels somehow worse. Like some, like it just feels really, really bad when they do it nowadays. But no, that was. I always have respect for shots like that. I just think I don't know if the guy was a stunt guy or whatever, but, but it looks he like fell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a super small thing that I um, that I just I just remember looking behind the scenes a while ago. But um, but yeah, I mean, I uh, the biggest thing for me is just the fact that it felt like they did their. This wasn't a movie that producers said, "Hey, we just want to make a movie about." treasure and in history you have a couple weeks to write it (laughs) it wasn't like that it felt like someone said this is what i want to write will you Mm. give me the time to do it and they said okay you know yeah in the middle it felt a little boring i don't know it's just off and then in the end it's just bother me when they go down and then the bad guy goes away and then he just looked around for a few things and it was like oh we couldn't find it. We're done. I was like, you didn't even check stuff. <laughs> At least check on the yeah. wall. You're not that dumb. Yeah, that's probably screen. They like should I was have saying, done like that. The screen, like... It's interesting because I don't think the screenwriting in it of itself is like super is brilliant. You know, it's yeah. not brilliant. The only the thing that I think a lot of people just loved and respected was the, the research that was through, done. Yeah, yeah. It, it just felt like they really cared about it. Yeah. Um, even if they. Even if the characters and their relationships and their development and things like that weren't the concept was perfect. great. The concept's yeah. great, and but I, it felt I just think yeah, it's this, a fun movie. Yeah, but it felt a little bit script. You can totally sure. tell it was like okay, yeah. but like Indiana Jones was great. Right? Indiana Jones, yeah, in, the so best much of, one is the Indiana, Indiana Jones is just an incredible character, like a perfectly realized character. And you can that, totally tell that you're in the fantasy. Yeah, not that Nicolas Cage was not a great character. It's just that Indiana Jones had so much going for it with incredible characters, epic action scenes that were all mm-hmm. totally real, and and just amazing set pieces yeah. and a great script and just everything. It, that Those movies just had everything yeah. going for it. Well, Nicolas Cage version was like more... You can tell that um, you can tell that it's more like they don't use too much treasure stuff or no, not many clues, you know, mm-hmm. crazy stuff. They just make it minimum, and then just like did a little action. Yeah. So it was like sure. a minimum each. It, it kind of felt like they wanted to do Indiana Jones. Kind of it. But I, I I don't know. I don't think they needed to be Indiana Jones, but I also am wondering what more they could have done to make it more interesting because it felt at times i'll admit it did feel like they just were like okay we have to have action sequences because i love mommy you know you understand <laughs> that when you watch mommy you didn't like it but it's my child i thought movie. the first one was fine oh i thought the first one was great with the mm-hmm. mommy and then you can see the concept how they made it like trying to figure out you felt like so into the character mm-hmm. in the mummy and that's what i felt off on this movie maybe because that movie was old 
So it probably maybe maybe it's the same reason. I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's the same thing. Want, I'm not dissing either movies. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I grew up on like, I grew up on National Treasure, and you grew up on the movie. Yeah, Mummy, that's why I was. Which I eventually say. did see. Yeah, yeah, because when I watched Mummy, I loved it when I was young, and I yeah. loved it was favorite, you know. But same thing. You watch your um, Treasure. I forgot. National Treasure. National Treasure. It was great when you were young. And watching well, now, yeah, it's I still mean, great. I, you know? Yeah, I still think it's very good today. I, again, it's not like it's on the, um, the uh, on the level of Indiana Jones, and I guess I could totally get into that, and I could go on about why one is better than the other, and which mm. and what each did so much better. But I got to try to wrap this up. But the point is, <laughs> the um, yeah, National Treasure just sparked my love for history because it was obvious that the filmmakers loved history mm-hmm. and they wanted to make to project that into their movies and I think they absolutely did at least that that love and the knowledge uh, so much yeah. about it and again these characters don't necessarily have big massive arcs i mean i guess you could say abigail kind of does she goes from being very skeptical and her and his father both are very skeptical and they train they change to oh um nicholas cage was right (laughs) Mm -hmm. and nicholas cage is supposed to be the main character i i can't recall exactly what his arc would be he's just kind of you know (laughs) uh what's his name in the movie What, what guy Nicholas Cage. Cage's character, it's Gates. Last name is Gates. Yeah. Um, Bill Gates. <laughs> no, I can't remember his first name. Um, I just remember Gates, you know, that's his family name that everyone thinks is weird and conspiracy driven and all that stuff. Mm. But, no, mm. I just think it's fun. That, I mean, this whole idea of, the whole concept of, I want to make a movie where a guy has to steal the Declaration of Independence because <laughs> there's an invisible map on the back. But he's sounds, very... It sounds so ridiculous, and it's, it's just fun. But, yeah, it was great. I think the the more interesting about this movie was how he respected the Declaration Independence paper, yeah. and then he kept telling the police, like, I'm not yeah. going to destroy it. I'm just helping it, you know. Yeah. There was a couple of points where they it seemed like he stopped caring about being careful with it. Because first they're like, okay, we got to use gloves, got to be careful. And then they're going into a room with the glasses and they have their bare hands on it. They're like, okay, open it up. Let's look through the glasses. <laughs> it's like, okay, I know you're in a rush, but this this is a still a very fragile document. Um, but anyways, all right, let's, let's wrap this up. Um, in the end, I National Treasure, I would love... I should have put some more notes so I could do a more proper analysis, but National Treasure is just something that means something to me. It's special. It's uh, gives it re- reignites my love for history and mm. learning and growing off of that and and everything. So, um, you want to say a few last few words? Um, it was great. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I will see the second one. Even they're not great, but I will still. It still has that, you know, love for history spark in it. And yeah. I'm, everyone's been waiting for National Treasure 3 oh, for yeah. so long. They keep saying that they're going to make it, but it just hasn't happened. And I wish it would. Yeah. Um, but, 
But yeah, all right, so that is National Treasure. I hope you guys enjoyed that. The baby is now asleep, <laughs> uh, so she can't say goodbye. But thank you all for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you at the movies. Yes, next one. Okay, bye.